What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. What is up, you guys? I am so excited for Just Talking today. Today is a very special episode. I can't even talk right now. For me, I have my beautiful friend here, Carol. She's seriously like the most amazing godsend of all time. She has been by my side for the last year and a half-ish of helping me create powerhouse and my podcast and helping me navigate through all that. She's literally been the best soul sister and best assistant of all time. And now she's on her own and she is, has her own podcast. So she has her podcast. It's called the Shield podcast. Um, she's a podcast producer and a manager, and she has a course that's going to be launching soon that all of you are going to have to have. It's about all the things business and all things podcasting. So any of you who have ever thought about wanting to have a podcast, or maybe you already have a podcast, this is your girl. She will help you so much. She's taught me so much. And she's so amazing. So I'm so excited that she's on today. And we're going to talk a little bit about her and how she stepped into her work. So Carol, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here finally. Yes, I love it. You've manifested this. You've manifested all the things that you wanted. So I want to kind of back up a little bit. And I'm just going to kind of ask you some questions and you can tell the audience a little bit about you. But so talk to them a little bit about how you knew that you were created for more. So I feel like I've always had this discontentment in my life. And I don't mean that in a negative way directed towards like my family or anything. Um, But it was when it came to my work and it wasn't a normal discontentment that people have about like, oh, yay, it's Friday. Oh, boo, it's Monday. It was not that kind of thing. Like I would literally have full blown panic attacks about going to work. Like I could not tolerate it. Um, I felt so out of line with what I should be doing in my life. And the problem I had was that I didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. So I went in all different directions. I went to school for aesthetics. Um, I went to school for sonography. I got my insurance sales license. Um, A few times I joined MLMs. I was all over the place, just grasping for straws and trying to find something that fit into my life that I felt in line with. Um, I could feel it in my bones that there was something more there, but I just hadn't found it yet. I love that. First, I just want to back up a little bit. Um, what is sonography? So like when you're pregnant and you get an ultrasound? Oh, okay. I thought I wanted to do cardiac sonography um, for children, which is like super cool, but it was not my thing. Um, and then aesthetics, like I could work in a spa right now. I'm an esthetician. <laughs> I love so, it. Yeah. Well, what I hear from all that is how resourceful you are and that you're willing to go and try things out to see if it fits or not, right? But Mm -hmm. out of trying all of those, how did you know that none of them really fit? 
like that it wasn't what you needed because it didn't okay so I didn't know what I wanted to do but I knew what it wanted it to look like so what I wanted that to look like was I wanted to be able to take care of my children when they needed me I wanted to not have to risk losing my job if I had to call out I wanted that freedom that flexibility um, to live my life on my own terms and none of those fit that all of those things I wasn't necessarily chained to a desk but I would be chained to something somewhere for a good portion of my day which is what I was trying to avoid at all costs I love that I think that's what most people are chasing is freedom but they don't actually right. recognize that's what they're chasing right so they're trying on all these different hats all these different roles but like oh does this fit does this fit does this mm-hmm. fit does this fit but what you're really looking for is freedom like all of us are craving freedom to live our life the way that we want freedom to spend the time the way that we want freedom to make money the way that we want freedom to experience all the things we want to experience but it's recognizing like oh I'm allowed to have this and I think that's the biggest thing that we have to go through is honestly the recognizing of what experience we want to feel like, what freedom may look like for us, why we want that. And then the experience of unlearning society's rule book and then learning like, I can have this, I'm allowed to have this, I will do this, and then giving yourself that permission. So what steps did you start to do in order to believe in yourself, to believe like, oh, I can have this? So this... It's kind of hard for me to pinpoint exactly when that happened. I feel like it was a really long journey for me just to take like the first few steps. Um, So the very beginning of that journey was when I married my husband. Um, Before that, I had gotten so stuck in like my past. My dad's an alcoholic and an addict. I grew up really poor. And I, I got stuck in feeling like that was my life that, you know, this is who you're destined to be and you're not allowed to be anything more than that. So when I met him, a kind of, um, he saw something in me that I didn't see yet. So that was step one. Well, let's back up. He saw something in me that I didn't see yet. And with him seeing that and affirming it in me every day, I learned that that's who I was. Um, step two took a long time to make that second step. And honestly, that was when I started coaching sessions with you. And then that's when I began to realize things like what I say is actually important Um, I actually do matter outside of the validation and taking care of everyone else. I'm allowed to take time to myself and it's not selfish to do that. And once I started to realize these things, it's like I just took off. Once I cared about myself the way I cared about everyone else and got to know who I was again, I realized that all the confidence I wanted was in there. I just couldn't reach it yet because I hadn't realized these things yet. Um, So after the realizations, I had to take the actual steps to keep the belief in myself. And I think that was key because it's one thing to have this like epiphany, but if you're not doing anything, you're going to fall back into that, you know? Um, So for me, it was going to the gym every day, nourishing my body, not binge eating, sticking to my schedule and always giving a hundred percent to my clients and keeping those promises to myself made me trust myself again, which is really what it comes down to. Because like if I've hired someone for my company right now, I'd have to trust them, right? So I think this is actually why a lot of people don't go for bigger and better things in their life is because they don't trust themselves with their own business or whatever it is that they want to accomplish. 
Amen, sister. Yes, I love, love, love that. And I love all those steps and just recognizing like, oh, okay, like I can do this, but I have to start to believe it by my own actions, by my own word, by trusting myself. And I love that that was what it comes down to is really ultimately, do you trust yourself? Like, do you trust that you can achieve something? Do you trust that you're willing to go all in for it? And how can you start to prove that while you're like, okay, I'm going to start keeping my promises to myself. I'm going to start spending time for myself. I'm going to start giving myself permission to say no. I'm going to start recognizing my worth and my value. And I've seen you just blossom through that and completely change your whole life, like leaving your job, like (laughs) your whole space for yourself, even changing your whole body, your whole mindset, and just like your own confidence in yourself. And it all it was all already there, right? It's already all within us. We just don't believe it's there. And so when we start to prove it to ourselves or show it to ourselves by these action steps and like these, these promises to ourselves and this trust in ourselves, we literally start to take off all the, these other layers. And that's like layers mm-hmm. of the world. And it, it can be even physical layers because we don't recognize that we're like carrying all these yes. other burdens everywhere. You it's know, so heavy. I love it. It's that so funny because um, like once you do it, you kind of look back and you're like, wait, that was there this whole time. And then also that was easier than I thought it could be, you know, like it really is like once you just start going and get that momentum, like it's so much quicker and easier than like you think it's going to be like we build it up in our head more than it actually is. Oh my gosh. Right. We make up all these stories and all these (laughs) crazy scenarios of what we believe it's going to be like and how scary it's going to be. And then when you go do it, you're like, okay, cool. Wasn't that bad. And it's all like this learning experience. And Throughout that, I mean, like you were able to leave your job and you even started doing cheer coaching for your daughter. And then you're like, actually, I realized I don't actually want to do this, but this is a cool experience. Like I learned I had to go find my self-confidence to do it. But then also like what you want to say yes and no to. It's like all this is like these beautiful life experiences that we get to practice to that. Right. Um, what would you say? What tools did you practice or what habits did you create or maybe have to let go of in order to step into your value. And you mentioned a lot about like just keeping these promises and making routines and going to the gym and, you know, focusing on what you're eating and how you're nourishing your mind and your body. Um, is there like a specific practice that you created or a specific habit that you can think of that really helped you propel that? Yeah. Um, actually there's a lot of tools that I, I got from you. I, I started doing my gratitude journaling, um, my writing, saying my affirmations, um, mirror work. I I started out before I was going back to the gym. I'd work out in my living room in my underwear in front of a mirror to make myself look at my body when it moved because um, it it, it had gotten to the point where like I didn't like look at myself anymore. And when I did see my body, I didn't recognize it. You know, it wasn't the body I had before my kids and it wasn't mine. So I had to start feeling comfortable with it again and feeling like it was mine again before I could change it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also found that exercising and sticking to the meal plan helped me so much. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to lose weight, but it helped my mindset because I felt comfortable with myself because I knew I was working towards a goal instead of just continuing to let myself go. Mm -hmm. Um, I also had to overcome a lot of limiting beliefs um, around my own business Uh, which, like I said before, creating that trust with myself again, but also doing meditations and journaling about money because I was literally giving away free work, like left and right to multiple people. Um, I was pretty much a charity rather than a business. So I had to learn my value and I had to learn that that meant that I am entitled to make the money that I deserve to make. Yes, I love that. 
And I think everybody goes to that block, right? We all, I went to that same block, like, oh, I'm just going to give everything I can away for free. So people can just like, trust me and I can believe in myself and I can feel like I'm valuable or like I'm giving Mm -hmm. something. And I recognize, oh, I'm getting this need of helping others filled, but I'm not getting the need of creating the life I want filled. Like, and so now I'm feeling scarce and now I'm feeling like overwhelmed and now I'm feeling like empty rather than full. And so what was like the shift for you to see like, oh, I'm, I'm treating myself like a charity rather than a business? Uh, well, the reason I did it, we'll start there. I'm, I'm very empathetic. So I would get all excited about my, um, a discovery call and I'd hop on and these people would tell me about their life and they would tell me about their kids and what they're struggling with. And immediately I'd be like, I can help you. I can fix that. Don't even worry about it. Like I totally dismissing the fact that I have my own kids to take care of because I just wanted to help so much. And then I came to a realization that like, if you're not charging for your services, you're not going to be helping anyone and you're going to be like on the streets. So that <laughs> that's really what changed it I'll for help me. You, but I'm actually homeless. So I'm not quite yeah. sure I can do that. Like you can't keep helping people if you're not helping yourself. <laughs> I love that. Well, and so a friend and I were just talking about this actually yesterday too. Emily Frisella, Andy Frisella's wife talks about this all the time. And she says like, she goes, she'll go like on tangents about it. But like, if someone's like, Hey, can I take you to coffee or lunch? I just want to pick your brain. And she'll go off and she's like, no, you're not just going to pick my brain for the millions of hours I've spent to develop my brain for the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that I've spent to learn, to grow, to heal, to find discipline. Like if you want to pick my brain, you can do one of my coaching programs and I'm willing to coach you, but I do not just go to coffee or go to lunch for you to pick my brain. What I, the knowledge that I have and the value that I have is not the equivalent of your hundred dollar lunch or your $10 coffee. And like, and I was just like, I love that. I'm like, that's what's up. But yeah, I was like, but that's so true. Right. Like, and you would never go to like, for an example, you would never go get your hair done and then just, just leave and be like, well, thanks for showing me like how great you can do hair. Like, you know, that you're going to pay for that. You would never go to a nail salon and just like have someone do your nails and expect to not have to pay for it. Like they're giving you their talent. They're showing you their, their work. Right. So same kind of thing here. And it's, but I think we have to go through kind of undervaluing ourselves in order to value ourselves and to see that. And Uh, so it's a process for everybody. So if anybody's out there currently in that process, like know that that's normal, but now take this as your lesson to like start valuing yourself and like think about anything that you've ever grown in or learned, like there was some sort of energy exchange with it. And that energy exchange doesn't always have to necessarily be currency. Like money generally is the exchange, right? But it could be something different. Um, And like for an example, like with me and Carol's relationship, that was one thing too, is like, I was on one of those calls with her where I was like, oh my God, this is what I want to do. I, She's like, I can help you. I can help you. Like, I, let's do it. I want to do all the things. And she was there for me. And um, she knows more about me and my business than probably anybody, honestly, and knows more about um, the things I struggle with. And like, I would, she would be there and she would just know exactly when to call me. And I'd be like crying. I'm like, I don't think I can do this right now. Like I just, I, and she's like, yes, you can like show up like this. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, but our, our exchange was different. It was definitely like a friendship and a mentorship between the both of us. And right. it was really powerful. And so I think that that's also recognizing that 
enter, like you can help each other out, but the exchange has to be even. And so if yes. there is something like that, like always know that too. And, um, Carol was always really good about helping me know what she needed. And like, likewise, or being like, yeah, I can't do that. Like, that's a no for me. I'm like, okay, cool. Like I, and yeah. so supportive and, and you help practice that. So thank you for that. And that's why I didn't get burned out with you. Like the other people I was trying to help, there was no exchange there. It was just me giving, giving, giving. And with you, I definitely felt that like equal exchange. And like I was getting something of so much value from you. I mean, it was, I changed my whole life because of that relationship. (laughs) Well, likewise. So thank you. Together we rise, right? And like that's the beauty of it. So bless you for being you. Um, So let's talk a little bit about now, like how you're stepping into your role really. And like, you've been able to discover exactly who you are and what you can do. And you've really found that empowerment to do that. So who is it that you really love to help? Women. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love helping other women. I love helping them because I know, I know how it feels. I know how it all feels to be like broken, sad outside of yourself. Like all you want to do is like fill that void with something. Um, And I want every woman to know her worth. I want her to feel confident in her parenting and be, and know that she's able to do whatever she wants for her career. I want her to know that she's capable and that she is worthy of it. Um, And this is actually going back to um, how I didn't know what I wanted to do. This is one of my big things with it. Um, I found that direction because I knew I wanted to help women. That was like the only thing I knew during like all of that stuff. Like I, I had a friend that I worked with that started a company um, while we were working together and I would spend all day at work, like helping her with like her marketing and her strategies. And I think I was more excited about it than she was actually. Um, She'd be like, Carol, stop. We have to work. And I'm like, no, we're going to get this going for you. It's going to be amazing. Um, And it just like lit this fire in me when I like saw another woman succeed and I could help them with that. Um, So that's really where it all started for. And I just, I love that feeling. <laughs> I love that. It's amazing. And that's how you know, like, that's what you're meant to do. That's what you're creating yeah. for. Like you're aligned for it. Right. Um, and so you talk a lot about like different experiences that you felt. How, how is it that you want to help women? Like, what is it that you specifically want to help them achieve? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She just flipped her hair too. You can't see this, but she just like, was like everything like total queendom. <laughs> like I loved it. Um, so with my course, I, I'm going to create a business course. And with that course, my goal is to incorporate podcasting business and mindset all into one so that you can take one course and learn how to utilize your mindset to become successful, how to overcome all of those limiting beliefs that you've acquired through the years. And then from there, take the steps to creating a successful business and learning how to market your business through things like podcasting. I love that. The world needs that. And how many people can use that right now? Take this course and they can go boom, build it. Like, I think that's the thing too, is so many people feel like, oh, there's already somebody doing that. I don't care. You're not going to do it the exact same way. Like the world needs to hear it from you. We all have a different message. We all have a different way we speak. We all have a different way that we teach and we all have a different audience that we're going to reach. And so it's recognizing there's enough abundance for everybody. And once you learn like the tools that have helped you be successful, I feel like it's our duty to then go teach those tools and to go share those tools. It's like, if you figured out how to be successful, it is then your job to go and teach that to someone else to go help someone else rise especially right now, like how many moms have quit their jobs to 
um, homeschool their kids because of COVID. Right. How many moms have like given up their whole life for that or maybe have immune compromised people in their family or have lost their job due to COVID, you know? So this is something that I feel like would be so beneficial, especially right now um, for, for people to realize that they can stay at home, do the things that they're still doing, like teaching their kids and also have that career as well. Yeah. I love that. Well, and that's what I really believe that we're all creators. Like we can all create however we want to create. It's just tapping into that and really unlearning these opinions or these limiting beliefs about ourselves right. so that we can then believe us. I love you talk about mindset. Um, what has been something that you've had to unlearn in order for you to change your mindset? That I'm not enough. I think that was my absolute biggest downfall my whole life. Um, I used to feel like I was inadequate in literally every area of my life. And I would try to overcompensate for my unworthiness by being a people pleaser. So I would literally do whatever anyone wanted me to do because it was the only way I felt like I got that validation. And it was so bad. Um, Feeling like you're not enough impacts literally every single area of your life. And when you feel like that, then you don't see a way to change it because if you're already not enough, nothing you do will ever be enough, if that makes sense. Yeah. But um, that that limiting belief, it affected me in high school. Girl, I literally have gotten in a relationship before because like that I didn't want to be in and I've stayed in relationships just because I felt like, oh, well, this person likes me and no one else is ever going to, you know? Like it's been like that bad. Like I just felt like I was never going to be enough. So I was kind of like, okay, well, I'll settle with whatever I can get. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've been there. I think we can all relate to that. Like, I don't know one person I've never, I've never to this day met one woman or man who I've never, who's never experienced the idea that they're not enough. has never struggled with that idea. And similar to like you, like it just may be on different levels of it. Right. And uh, Don Miguel has this awesome book. It's really short too. It's the mastery of love. He's the same guy who wrote the four agreements. And he talks about this idea that essentially until we discover that we are enough, we show up to the world starving and we allow whoever will feed us to feed us. And yeah. we don't know what we really want because we don't, we've never said like, I deserve to eat this. So if you really want to eat like this fine, amazing steak meal with like everything that you can possibly have and just like tailored to your needs, but you don't know that you want that. And so you allow the world to tell you what it is that you get to have and you, and you show up starving and you're like, well, whoever will allow me to their table to eat, I'll eat that. And I'll say that that's good enough. And that yeah. comes in relationships, in jobs, in money and in income, like in everything we say, we're like, well, this, I guess this is what I deserve rather than saying, um, excuse me, like I'm the head of this table and this is what I get. And this is what I demand. And this is what I want. Mm-hmm. And that won't, that won't satisfy me. And so when we start to learn to love ourselves and recognize that and say that I'm enough to, to allow myself to have this, we no longer show up starving. We now show up full and we know exactly what we need to fit to continue to fill us. And I don't I know think why. So with that, I think some people may not feel necessarily like they don't deserve it. But I do think that there's an aspect of that too, where people feel like um, they're being humble by being this way, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. like if, if I take too much or if I say this, um, I'm going to come across wrong and, and yeah. people are going to take me the wrong way. And I'm, I'm going to seem like I'm cocky or something like that. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, 
especially if you've, if you've been raised like really biblical or in a certain religion, because like, right. I, I, (laughs) um, you're taught like you should give, give, give. And if if you, if you're saying, I want to have these things and I deserve to have these things, you're greedy and you're like a devil worshiper, essentially, (laughs) like you're going to go to hell or whatever it is, you know? Um, and so that's also that limiting belief where we're like, oh my gosh, if I say I can have this or I want this, like that makes me a bad person. And then it can also make people be be over generous to try to make up for anything like that too. Right. So, so it's allowing yourself to say like, I can have this and you can create that success for yourself. Um, Amanda Francis, she's like a multi-billionaire coach and she's written like all these books and all this stuff, but follow her if you guys don't. Um, and she's helped me a lot just through following her. And I've, I did her money mindset course as well, but about like breaking that belief system within ourselves. And like, she even uses the Bible in, and she's like, this is what the scripture is saying. And here's how you can tell yourself, like, you're allowed to have money. You're allowed to have worth, like everything, you know? And so she's really cool at breaking that belief. I think Um, also with that, um, other than just like religion, I think like the way I grew up had a lot to do with it. So like I said, my dad's, he was an alcoholic and addict. Um, and we were, we grew up very poor. So for me, you know, like if I got something special or this or that, like it was like a big deal. And if I didn't, you take what you get because you don't want to be unappreciative, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think there's a fine line with being like a polite child and not being unappreciative to what your parents can provide for you. And then not taking that into adulthood, you know, you do not have to um, accept that as, as your ceiling for the rest of your life, just because that's how your childhood was. Yes, absolutely. And I think that we all, we all have a relationship with money and it can either be really good. It can be really bad. And it's having to recognize, I think that's one of the building blocks in business that you have to see what your actual relationship mm-hmm. is with money to, that's going to help you with your value. And like, what habits with money did you learn growing up? Was money hard to come by? So that makes you have the belief like, oh, money's hard to get. Oh, I have right. to work this hard in order to receive this much money. Do you have a hard time receiving? Like all of that, right? And we, we could go down like rabbit holes with that forever. But <laughs> I agree. Like it's powerful to process that. Um, overall, like what would you say has been your biggest win for you, or maybe even this week, like it doesn't have to be overall, but like, what's a win for you that we could celebrate right now? So this week, um, I got my LLC. So I'm actually a company and, um, my podcast launched yesterday. Boom, 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 boom. Fully celebrating you. How's it feel? It feels so amazing. Um, it feels like I got something that I never thought I could ever have in my life. And that's incredible feeling. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you. When I registered for my LLC, I was so upset because I like told everyone and no one said congratulations. Not one person. What? Um, well, I think it goes back to like, it's hard for other people to celebrate you when they're not able to celebrate themselves. That's all I'm going to say. Very true. Um So I didn't get upset. I said, I'm going to celebrate me because I'm the one that did this and I'm the one being celebrated. So I'm not going to let them bring me down. (laughs) Hey, first off, full of celebrating you for that. And also for your awareness and like not taking that personal because how many people would take that so personal? Yeah. So like that in itself is such a huge win too. Just like all of that. So girl, I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. Thank you. You're so welcome. Um, is there anything you want to leave our audience with or you really want them to know? I just want everyone to know that like 
no matter where you came from, no matter where you started or even where you're at right now, this does not have to be the end. Um, just keep pushing, keep putting in the work, keep looking for the answers that you want and finding yourself and learning how to love yourself. And you can literally do anything you want in your life. Like literally everything is possible if you just believe that it is. So don't stop trying. <laughs> yes, I love that. And I so believe that. I'm so with that. You all need to go follow my girl. She is so amazing. She is going to help change so many lives. I cannot wait for her course to launch. She is just going to be like, she already changes all the lives, but even more so. So follow her. Carol, thank you so much for all that you are, all that you do, and just for being like such a light in my life and helping me so much. I know you're going to help change so many people. So bless you, bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. Where can people follow you along at? What's the best place? Um, so Instagram, my handle is Den Hartog Carol. I will spell that for you. D-E-N-H-A-R-T-O-G and then C-A-R-O-L. I also have um, an Instagram for my podcast. It is She-E-O podcast, S-H-E-O. Um, and then, of course, my podcast. <laughs> yes. And, and my website is www.ceopodcasting.com. Boom. All the places. Go check her out. I'll make sure I add it all in the comments and everything here too for you guys. But love, I'm so proud of you. Fully celebrating you. you. I can't wait to see you just continue to soar. Thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. All of you, um, some amazing advice that you learned here today. So if you guys were listening, I want you to go and figure out, okay, like who do I really want to serve? Why do I want to serve them? And then just start taking these action steps like Carol talked about. It was just like starting to keep a promise to herself, starting to believe in that um, and deciding like, okay, what does that look like? Who can I learn those skill sets from? And what mentorship could I do? What coaching can I do? Whatever that may be for you. So reach out, oh. get help. And if you think that you don't need a mentor, you are lying to yourself. Amen. <laughs> I think that um, when I first went into trying to go into business, I thought coaching was a sham. I'm just going to say it. Um, <laughs> I did not believe in it. And now I fully believe that everyone should have a coach. Even if you're a coach, you should have a coach. Like You need someone there pushing you along and cheering you on every step of the way. 1000%. Like it's just a need. And it's our ego is the one that says we don't need it when in reality, right. we all need it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have the best day. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking Today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried maybe a little bit if it's one of those kind of episodes. I just want to thank you so much for all your love and support and you just tuning in. It really means the world to me. If you would do me an extra solid and whatever platform you're using right now to listen to it, if you just go ahead and subscribe so that way you can always know when a new episode drops for you so you can be in the know. And also if you would just go ahead and leave me a little review, mark that star, whether it be the first star or the fifth star, whatever you're fill in that day and leave me a little review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for all your love and support. Sending you all the love and light your way. Thanks again for tuning in to Just Talking. Have the best day.